0: Good morning and welcome. Good morning. And the Lord be with, you. And also be with you. And grace and peace to us all in the name of Christ our Lord on this Baptism of the Lord Sunday. It is a joy to gather with you and to have that opportunity with the waters of baptism before us to remember again Jesus' baptism as found in Matthew chapter 3, to hear Paul's words of baptism from Romans 6, and to know that we are united as the people of God within one baptism. So thank you for. Sharing in this time of worship this morning, just a reminder of the registration pads that you find to your right or left, because it helps us to know that you share in worship this morning, and thank you for being here, especially those guests or visitors who may be with us as you bless us with your presence, and also call to your attention as we prepare for worship various opportunities before us in this coming week. You see that Seniors Unlimited will meet on Wednesday. We'll be hearing a little bit more about that. Uh, Also, the Mon class on Friday, and then the Mayberry Bible study to take place on Tuesday. And I'm hoping following this time of worship, you will take part in the open house hosted by our Early Learning Center. It's been an exciting several weeks, and we've loved seeing children and staff make their way through the church building, past offices, to come into the office and to interrupt me in my work. I welcome it and, and hope that will continue even beyond this renovation. But it's been very exciting. Uh, And I hope that you, as supporters of the Early Learning Center, by being members of this church, will find your way to the Early Learning Center. There's some refreshments that await, and it's just a very exciting time for which we are very grateful, as there's new equipment, new furnishings, painting, and you name it, it's been redone for the Learning Center, and we want you to celebrate that and be a part of that as well. Also, the uh, parents of youth and children will be sharing in a time of volleyball at the Uptown Ministry Center following this time of worship and sharing in meal as well. So exciting things here early in the year at First Church. And again, I look forward to sharing the word that is before us from the Gospel of Matthew. We'll be spending a lot of time with Matthew this year. And I look forward to his words on the baptism of Jesus. And first, just a reminder again about Seniors Unlimited. As Nancy Bryant will speak to us. Um, Seniors Unlimited. Thank you, Nancy. I invite us to prepare to worship God together. Invite us to stand. Our call to worship is before us. <clears throat> God says, Look, see my chosen servant, the one in whom I utterly delight. When Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened up, and the Spirit came down like a dove. And there was a voice from heaven saying,
1: This is my dearly lost son, with whom I am
0: delighted. The joy of the Lord be with you all. I invite us to go to God as we pray our opening prayer before us. Loving Father, you anointed Jesus at his baptism with the Holy Spirit and revealed him as your dear Son. Thank you for making us your children in the Spirit. Keep us faithful to you throughout our lives. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We share the word of God as it comes to us from Paul's letter to the church in Rome, the sixth chapter, in which Paul offers these classic words regarding what baptism means to us as followers of Jesus first we pray. Lord, pour your spirit upon us. May we know again we are claimed within the sacrament of baptism, that we are made new in Christ. We thank you, Lord, that your spirit descends upon us now, that we hear your voice, and we know ourselves raised up to newness of life in Christ our Lord. Amen. What shall we then say? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who die to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the sinful body might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. For we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of our Lord. I invite our children to come forward as we share in our children's time. Are you this morning? will not you, uh, Stella, you, you can stand up here because we've got something special and something different here this morning. What, what do you see as you look on either side of you? You see some water? Yeah, we've got some water in, in each of these fonts here. We've got some water in this big baptismal font which is behind you. And the reason we have the water here this morning, Stella, is because we're going to talk about baptism. We're going to remember that Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan River. And we remember that Jesus pleased God by being baptized. And we remember that as followers of Jesus, that baptism is not something that, that's just for Jesus, that it's for all of us who follow Jesus. So we, there comes the time in our faith walk with Jesus when we follow him, when we say we want to be baptized too, and that we want to know the new life that is God's gift to us. And one of the ways we remember that new life that is God's gift to us is through the waters of baptism. Do you like swimming or playing in the water, and yes, I'm not gonna do that at this time of year, but you're gonna hear um, in, in the service that water is something I've always enjoyed, and so I'm especially grateful to be given this opportunity, this chance, to remember that as a follower of Jesus, just as Jesus was baptized, in the waters of the Jordan River, so we who follow Jesus share in that baptism as well. And we remember that through this baptism, we are brought into the company of Jesus. So Stella, thank you. And I'm going to pray, let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, we thank you that you give to us the gift of baptism, that we remember Jesus being baptized at the Jordan River. We thank you that through these waters of baptism, We know again that you are with us. We know that we are forgiven our sin, and that you give to us new life. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Miss Emily. Will lead us in our children's church. Thank you, Emily. share from the Gospel of Matthew, the third chapter, verses 13 through 17. This is Matthew's account of the baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the word of our Lord. I believe I have always loved the water. In fact, I, I don't believe I can recall a time when I did not love the water. I remember times from my childhood when my family would go on Sunday afternoons to visit an aunt and uncle who lived nearby, our home in Harrisonburg. They had a creek that ran through their property So after lunch, while all the adults sat in the backyard and talked or churned homemade ice cream, I would wander away to this creek and float various objects or skip rocks or try to catch crawfish or simply wade in the water. Our home in Harrisonburg sat at the very bottom of Green Street. And this means that when there were heavy rains, all the rainwater, would run through everyone else's backyard on Green Street and pool in a crevice where our backyard joined the backyard of our neighbor, Catherine Loker, whom we really didn't like very much. So, on those occasions when rainwaters flooded this neighborhood crevice, I would grab a galvanized wash tub from our home, along with a broom because I needed an oar, you know and I'd have a grand time floating in this newly formed lake in my backyard. You've heard me mention more than once of the love I carry for the beach, of how Paula and I never tire of spending time at the ocean. There I am content to sit, hour after hour, listening to the waves break upon the beach, watching the whitecaps dodging the incoming tide. Even now, in our front yard, we have a couple of ponds placed, an electric pump in each one. So there we can sit on our front porch, listen to the cascading water, watch birds come to drink or to bathe. Again, I believe I've always loved the water. And I'm not alone in this, am I? I'm not alone in finding that there is much renewing, refreshing, invigorating about time spent in or near the water. I believe I'm also right in stating that what is often true beyond the church is also true within the life of the church. So may I say, brothers and sisters, I believe there are those times. When you and I need to visit again the water, to step into the water, into the waters of our baptism, may I say, brothers and sisters, I believe this is one of those times to feel again the life-giving waters of our baptism. Our younger daughter visited us last Sunday, wanted to be with us for Paula's birthday. And following the news of, of recent days, especially the news of the killing of an Iranian general by the United States, this informed and concerned young lady stood in our kitchen and asked us in all seriousness, do you think we're going to war? <coughs> It may be your children ask you the same. Late Monday night, this same daughter, again keeping up with the news, texted me a link of an item broadcast by a Roanoke station, a link related to legislation about a possible split in the United Methodist Church, legislation upon which there likely will be a vote later this spring, in but a few days, it is likely articles of impeachment for only the third time in the history of this nation will be delivered to the United States Senate, the president then to go on trial. It's a lot, isn't it? So perhaps you understand why I say there are those times when I believe we need to step again into the waters of our baptism. You see, there is so much surrounding us that can easily distract us, that can cause us to forget who we are and to whom we belong. As people of faith, we are called daily to remember who we are, because it appears there are those times we may forget. You see, it often appears we believe we can give our identity away to something other than the Lord of our baptism. It may be we give ourselves to a certain political party. It may be we give ourselves to a certain political figure. It may be we give ourselves to a political cause. It may be we give ourselves to a theological or doctrinal matter it may be we can easily give ourselves away to everything except Jesus Christ. So I wonder if we need to remember who we are, if we need to return to the waters of baptism. I wonder if we just need to get back into the water, to hear the voice, to feel the Spirit, and if so, we're certainly not alone. If so, we find ourselves within the company of our brothers and our sisters to whom Paul writes as found in Romans chapter 6. Now, I don't know all of the particulars of the young church in the city of Rome to which Paul writes around the year 56. Still, it appears these followers of Jesus had subscribed to some misguided notions of what it means to live as followers of Jesus. Now, we need not be critical of these early Christians. This trait of subscribing to misguided notions of what it means to follow Jesus surfaces time and again within the life of the church. For the church in Rome, they rightly understand God forgives sin. However, they carry this mistaken notion that the more they sin, the more opportunity God is given to forgive our sin. In other words, they carry this equation that sounds wonderful. We like to sin. God likes to forgive sin. Sign me up. Why not? Why not sin all the more so that God's grace can abound? Now we understand that reasoning however despite the logic supporting this misguided notion of what it means to be a disciple of Christ Paul says folks that doesn't make sense how does Paul respond to this mistaken notion of what it means to follow Jesus he does so by calling the followers of Jesus to remember your baptism you see, in order to set these believers on the right path, Paul's not giving some moral instruction. He's not appealing to guidelines for behavior or to some early Christian code of conduct. Instead, he re- re- we notice that Paul refers, so as to set these followers of Jesus on the right course, refers only to baptism. Because it appears only baptism is able to set straight those who may wonder from the path by which they are to follow Jesus. Paul says to these Christians, finding their way, you need to return to the waters of your baptism. You see, says Paul, as you visit the waters of your baptism, you visit the cross of Christ. As you visit the cross of Christ, you experience your death to sin if you have died to sin by way of baptism as you have you no longer belong to sin you see as you're baptized you feel upon yourselves the waters of your baptism you make real for yourselves jesus death on the cross in your baptism you die to sin sin no longer has any claim upon you So understand this, you are identified in a new way by way of your baptism. By way of your baptism, you are identified as those who belong to God and belong to no one else. In your baptism, you are identified by the cross of Christ. If you belong to Christ, this means you don't belong to sin, you don't belong to the principalities, you don't belong to the powers, because we are baptized. You are dead to all that would separate you from God. You are alive in Christ. Now again, we can be a forgetful people. And I'm not speaking of those annoying lapses of memory in which we may forget where we left our keys or set our glasses down or forgot to pick up milk at the store. I'm speaking of something else. I speak of how easily we may forget who we are and to whom we belong. We notice that God in his mercy will not let us forget. He gives us these waters by which we remember. So we come to the waters of baptism. Here more than anywhere else we remember. Because here at these waters God speaks. It is at these waters God declares we belong to him before we belong to anyone else. It is that these waters, God's spirit falls upon us. The heavens are opened. We hear the voice of God. We remember who we are. The 16th century church reformer Martin Luther knew his share of trials. It is said that during an especially conflicted time in his life, Martin Luther threw an inkwell at the devil But aside from throwing ink wells, Luther was ready with another response during his trials. And his response was this, I have been baptized. Four words, but Luther found them to be enough. I have been baptized. Can these words of Martin Luther be our words as well? Can they be words bringing us within the embrace of God? Can they be words naming us? Can they be words strengthening us, inspiring us, renewing us? I have been baptized. I spoke a couple of weeks ago about a scene in the movie Tender Mercies, a movie telling the story of a country singer, Max Sledge, who has hit bottom and is trying to mend his broken life. Mac is able to find healing in his life in large part due to the care of a widowed mother named Rosalie. Rosalie's commitment to her church and to her faith inspire Mac to be baptized, along with Rosalie's young boy named Sonny. After the service in which Mac and Sonny are baptized, they ride home from church in Mac's pickup truck. Sitting in the cab, Sonny says to Mac, well, so Mac, you and I got baptized, didn't we? Mac replies, yes, Sonny, I reckon we did. Sonny says, well, I guess that's good. But I don't feel any different. Do you feel any different? And Sonny answers, not yet. I like that answer, not yet. Because it is an answer of trust and anticipation. It is an answer in which Max says, Sonny, I'm baptized regardless of how I happen to feel about it. Baptism is God's act, not my act. And I am baptized regardless of how I happen to feel about it. Still I know those times are coming when I will know with all certainty the difference baptism makes in my life. So come to the water. Listen for the voice of God. Feel His Spirit fall upon you. Know the one to whom you belong now and always. Remember. you mm-hmm. are given opportunity to remember and to renew our baptismal vows. You find the insert in your bulletin, it is also before us by way of PowerPoint. And following this time of renewal and remembrance, the invitation is before us to come down the center aisle, to touch the waters here as they are before us. If you would like to, the baptismal font is here as well. If you'd like to step to the baptismal font to touch again the waters, to make the sign of the cross or whatever gesture you would like as you remember God's claim upon you by way of the waters of baptism. All are invited to come following this time of renewal. Sisters and brothers in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, God's Spirit has been poured out upon water, water poured over and immersing us, water that flows freely for all who will receive it, water from the streams of God's saving power and justice, Water that brings hope to all who thirst for righteousness. Water that refreshes life, nurtures growth, and offers new birth. Today we come to the waters to renew our commitments in each other's presence to Christ who has raised us, the Spirit who has birthed us, and the Creator who is making all things new. And so I ask you, Will you turn away from the powers of sin and to death? We renounce renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of our sin. sin. Will you let the Spirit use you as prophets to the powers that be? We accept the freedom and power God gives us to resist evil, injustice, oppression. Will you proclaim the good news and live as disciples of Jesus Christ, his body on earth? We confess Jesus Christ as our Savior, put our whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as our Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. Will you be living witnesses to the gospel individually and together, wherever you are and in all that you do? We will remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world. Will you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and the New Testaments? We affirm and teach the faith of the whole church, As we put our trust in God, the Father Almighty, in Jesus Christ, his only Son, and in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Spirit of the Lord is with us. Let us pray. Almighty God, the life you birthed in us by baptism into Jesus Christ will never die. Your justice never fails. Your mercy is everlasting. Your, your hopeful flows. Your spirit flows where you will. We cannot stop you, God. Sometimes we try. We try to block the flow, we redirect the winds of the Spirit. For we walk so far away from the life-giving stream that we do not hear its sound and we forget its power. We parch ourselves. We are dry in mercy, O God. Come, refresh us. Come upon us, Holy Spirit. Come upon us, Holy Spirit. Come upon these waters. Come upon these waters. Let these waters be to us drops of your mercy, Let these waters renew in us the resurrection power of Jesus. Let these waters make us coming Most holy God, Abba Father. to you. Jesus Christ, Savior, Lord. Lord spirit of fire, spirit over the waters, spirit of holiness. Eternal God, one in three, and three in one. All glory is yours, now and
1: forever.
0: Amen. Remember that you are baptized and rejoice. Again, the waters of baptism are before us. There are two fonts here in addition to the baptismal font. You're invited to come forward as the choir will sing. And having received the waters, As you feel led, feel free to kneel here at the communion rail for a time of prayer. But come, remember your baptism. forgiven and reconciled people. I invite us to welcome one another as we pass the peace of our ushers to come forward as we worship God with his tithes and our offering. Let us pray lord you give to us your forgiveness you give to us new life in christ you entrust us with gifts by which to serve and glorify you we thank you that you have chosen us made us your own and accept these gifts we return to you they may bring glory to your name and blessing to your people amen to God as we pray, and we share responsibly in the time of prayer that we know as the prayers of the people. This is a time of prayer in which I will, will offer some petitions of prayer, including each petition with the words, Lord, in your mercy, and inviting from you the response, hear our prayer, and then we pray together as Christ has taught us. We go to God as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise that in your mercy you brought us to baptism and there gave us Jesus' holiness in exchange for our sin and uncleanliness. Thank you for our parents who brought us up in the faith and to baptism. Thank you for others whom you used to bring us the gospel. Thank you for our leaders in the faith who have brought us to baptism. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for the baptized people of God that we may hang on to your promises in true faith, especially when we experience the wilderness of sin and evil within, and temptations and trials from outside. Strengthen us with your Holy Spirit, so that Jesus' victory may be our victory. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. We pray for all people that the good news of Christ will be proclaimed and heard by all that many will believe and be baptized. To this end, send out faithful missionaries, teachers, leaders, lay people, to give truthful and loving witness to Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Have mercy on those in need, those who are struggling and hurt, those suffering, those in need of healing. Heal, restore, and renew all people, dear Lord. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for the sick, those homebound, those hospitalized, show them the light of your gospel, provide helpers and carers, medical resources, heal both body and soul, be with those among us who are sick or recovering, Lord, in your mercy, Heavenly Father, you have shown us your love and salvation. In the baptism of your Son. Accept these prayers of your children in the name of Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And hear us, Lord, as we pray as Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. We know again the waters of our baptism. We know our death to sin, our new life. In God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, go now in peace.